Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Well, welcome back, boys and girls of all ages, to the Assuminati podcast. How are we doing, guys? So good. So good. Doing really so well. So good. So good. All right. Good. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Uh, we hope everybody enjoyed the Super Bowl once again. We, we just want to remind everybody to go back and check out the recap so you can find out who the winner of the Assuminati Big Game Challenge was. I don't, I don't want to give it away here because I want you to listen to the episode. Do you blame me? No, I think that's a good idea. Let's yeah, it's done. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, moving on, we, we wanted to get back into our diet, our health topic series, I guess you could say, for the beginning of 2024. We're still at the beginning of 2024, even though February is almost done. Can you believe it? Golly. Time's flying. Time is flying in 2024. So... A little bird told me that Bobby had something for us to get the episode started here. Yeah, well, you know, you, you've brought some pretty good news headlines for us, and I found one that I found slightly entertaining that I want to okay. present to you. I can't wait. All right, it's time for Matt and Brandon react to the news. Yeah, uh, It's nice to be on this end of it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. So this headline comes to you straight from the Smoky Mountains of okay. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So mm. this one's Bobby's bringing it from his home country. But this um, headline is hasn't had a mate in eight years is mysteriously pregnant is a shark. The father. <laughs> so there's this, 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 this. The sea creature that may have been impregnated by a shark. Is that, yeah. is that what we're guessing? And in the Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains. I want you to keep that in mind. <laughs> smoky. Is this this in is like not a zoo? the beaches of Carolina. Uh, this, this is the Smoky is, Mountains. What the? Are they in captivity? Like, what are we talking here? Well, guess for yourself. But up in Appala- Appalachia, that's how it would be pronounced out here. Is a shark the father? Is a shark the father? Oh my gosh. Um, what are some weird sea creatures? And, and, and squid? I know, like seahorse, squid could squid be an odd one. Stingrays are weird with their mating. Um, I'm going to go hmm. seahorse for some reason. I don't know how that oh, would even happen. Seahorse. So you I'm, think a seahorse that has not had a mate might yeah. be pregnant by a shark? Because they, they do some gender swapping role stuff. I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'll go with that. All right. What do you think, Matt? I have no idea, but I'm going to go squid because it just came to mind. A squid. <laughs> a squid and a shark. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this is such an odd, odd headline. You, you might, you may need to hit it with it before it gets too far here i don't know all right well from 
the great state of North Carolina, um, near the Appalachian Mountains, a female stingray that hasn't had a mate in eight years is mysteriously pregnant. And the news that was going around for weeks was, is a shark the father? Because Charlotte, she is the name of the stingray. She has been in this tank for over eight years. She, She comes to us and hails from the coast of California. And she's been the only female stingray in this tank, along with two her friends, two sharks. There is for over eight years. And so the news was going around all about how she was impregnated by a shark. Well, when I read that the first time, I was like, there's no way. Like, no shark and no stingray are hooking up. I don't see it. A marine biologist came, investigated it. And has put this to rest. The shark is not the father. So who do you guys think the father might be? It's it's Is it one of those weird asexual reproduction things that happens in nature sometimes? And, and the, the Jeff Goldblum quote comes to mind from Jurassic Park. You got it. So I didn't know this. <sighs> and apparently it's incredibly rare. But some species, ocean species can be asexual and an egg can become fertilized without a male and it just so happens this incredibly rare phenomenon of a female stingray getting pregnant without a male didn't even happen in the ocean it's happened um in the this tank um (laughs) so anyway she's um pregnant with four pups um, that's what they call stingray <laughs> offspring. Okay. Um, well, I learned something new there. Tanks yeah. So the aquarium director, they're, they're pretty excited about this. They're hoping to get a much bigger tank. She's currently in a tank that's about the size of a, a big, you know, those big trunk truck dumpsters. And they're hoping to get cameras and stuff so everybody can watch the pups. So, you know, how lucky oh. for everybody. Um, this, this, oh. this asexual stingray has put this place on the map. That's crazy. Life finds a way. Mm-hmm. Weird. Awesome. Totally. But at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So um, what brought it to mind was I was looking at KSL.com. So when I realized, oh, crap, that's in KSL, I figured, oh, maybe these guys already read this. But apparently mm-hmm. they hadn't. So good yeah. job. That's a KSL article. Hmm. Well, yeah, it was going around in Charlotte, but it's gone national. It's in on KSL.com today. Hmm. Interesting. Which is a, a Utah news station, for those who don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. So if you come out to Hendersonville, North Carolina, you could go see Charlotte and her four pups. I'm oh, not sure when she's due, there, but how exciting. Soon. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Something to That'll do. That'll be awesome. We got we to gotta go see some parrots in... Uh, the UK, and then we'll come see the Stingray out by you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Awesome. Animal tour locked and loaded. Weird well, animal tour. Super yeah. bizarre, and it has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but that's what that headline segment is for. Wow. My mind is blown. I love the, is the shark the father? Are you kidding me? That's like a animal kingdom mari episode waiting to happen he, i was looking for some kind of a segue in which i could say mm, that made me hungry speaking of hunger 
let's talk about diets and health and okay but there was just nothing there I, oh I there's a segue charlotte the reason they figured this out is charlotte was eating so much and getting fat oh yeah well speaking of eating and getting fat let's talk about the diet <laughs> i love it oh that's a great that's segue. how they figured this out something's fishy about this story nailed it <laughs> and on that note hey thanks bobby for such an entertaining headline you're welcome that is a really good one i love that one well let's jump back into the diet and health series we we did one back in january and uh then something called the big game got in the way and uh changed our trajectory our course for a little bit but let's get back on course and let's talk more about the the goals and the the habits that we build especially at the beginning of each year related to the to 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 our diets and to our health so gentlemen are you ready to dive in to some of the some of the uh, okay okay Uh, do it brandon come on quit talking get there circles around it can you get there please golly if it's stingray can have a baby with itself we can at least get on topic here all right (laughs) i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so what we'd like to do is we'd like to introduce just a few of uh, of the diets that you may have heard of these are pretty popular diets we're going to break them down talk about some of the successes and failures that one might see with each of these diets and then hope, uh, along the way, we may uncover some of the conspiracies or some of the, the, uh, the, the workings, the happenings that, that may contribute to some of these failures or some of these successes. So you guys ready to jump in to the first one known as the keto diet or the keto craze. Have you guys heard of the keto? Oh, yeah. My sister oh, and brother yeah. are currently on the keto. How long have they been on it? I think since the first of the year. Okay. Allegedly. So, uh, so it's still going strong. It's still out there. Okay. I don't know how closely they're following it, honestly, but who knows? So ketogenic is what that is short for, uh, the ketogenic diet. So what exactly is this diet? So it is a high fat, low carb eating plan. So similar, uh, maybe you guys remember the Atkins craze that swept the nation? Totally. Oh, that one was, a, that one, it's still kind of going on. You still see Atkins branded food in the supermarket. So that, mm-hmm. that one's actually still around. So similar, right? We're, we're talking low carb, but this one takes the opposite to the next level here. This is a high fat, low carb instead of a high protein, low carb. And so it basically works around the fact that the American, the Western diet, I guess we could call it relies heavily on carbohydrates and those beautiful, beautiful carbohydrates. Mm, That's what's making me hungry. Give me the pastas. Give me the bread. What else are we loving? All that stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it says namely pizza restaurant this weekend. Mm, There you go. Those beautiful carbs. You are eating at the enemy of the ketogenic diet. And so the purpose of this diet is to load up the system with high fat, no to low carbs, in an attempt to turn the body into a fat-burning machine is the the science behind this. As you supply it with this abundance of fat 
and a complete starvation of carbohydrates and sugars, the body then turns to fat for energy is, is the theory behind it. Yeah. Uh, the sounds like specific yeah, definition yeah. here, Brandon, if you want me to interject here, it says by severely inter- uh, limiting carbohydrate intake, the body enters a state called ketosis where it produces ketones from fat breakdown as an alternative energy source. That's the idea, nice. right? Woo. And that, all right. That so is, I just got to yeah. ask if you're Grace. eating a ton of fat and this puts you into ketosis to burn fat, how do you get the ratio right to where you're burning more than the fat that you just put in your body? Man, that's the trick, right? The body, the body needs to enter that state of ketosis. Do you want to hear some of the numbers you have to hit for that to happen? Yes. Let's hear it. <laughs> How many pieces of bacon does Bobby need to eat? Hope, yeah. So at first, this sounds like a dream. Uh, so typical, typical macronutrient ratios or goals, 70 to 80% of your calories every day should come from fat. So this mean I got to get the fatty wow. cuts of bacon, not the more 70, meaty bacon? Think about that. 70 to 80% of your calories come from fat. So 20 this to is 25. like the cheap, great value bacon. This isn't oh. the good bacon. Load yeah. up, Bobby. So fat, fat, fat. And we're talking 20 to 25% from protein and 5 to 10% from carbs. But I, I can tell you, for those who have had success on the keto diet, will tell you, that 5 to 10% from carbs, that can throw you out of ketosis. So you have to be careful what you do and when you do that 5 to 10% of carbohydrates. It's, it's a tricky game that you play with your body to keep it in ketosis. This makes me want uh, to take a nap right now. <laughs> it, it's, so here's some of the foods that you would look to eat on this type of a diet. We're talking fatty, fatty, fatty meats such as... A bacon. Mm, bacon. <laughs> yes, please, right? Yeah, load me up sausages. We got cutty or the, the fatty cuts of beef. Love that. Fatty fish. So lean fish might hurt you here. So we're, we're talking fatty, fatty, salmon, mackerel, uh, full, whole eggs, tons of butter, tons of cream, tons of cheese, nuts and seeds, avocados, of course. And then you would look to avoid too much of the good stuff. Is that what we're going to call it here? The grains, the breads, the rice, the pastas, too many starchy vegetables like potatoes and corn. Most fruits will throw you out of ketosis. I've heard many, many reports from people that I know on this diet that half an apple is enough to throw you off and, and ruin your day, get you out of ketosis. Apple a day uh, what keeps else the be... ketosis away. Keeps the ketosis away. <laughs> <laughs> this just feels like a heart attack waiting to happen. Okay, for sure. so let's talk. How are we feeling about the list so far? Uh, at first, you're like, heck yeah, bacon. Yeah, give me more beef. Throw in some of that fatty salmon and eggs and butter and cream and cheese. But by the end of the day, again, you're looking for 70 to 80% of your calories from fat. So this would be like a, enough with heart health. So a this BLT. Right. Drop the bread, bacon, lettuce, tomato probably is out because that's a fruit, not a vegetable. Man, yeah, yeah. Most processed foods are out. Honey, maple so, syrup, cane sugar can throw you off. I would make me a bacon, lettuce, avocado wrap. Okay. Hey, see, that doesn't sound too bad, right? 
but you need to I go guess further. I have to right? put a cube of butter in there too. <laughs> you got to keep going, right? So these people are putting. Uh, uh, have you guys heard of the the bulletproof coffee? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a popular yeah. thing to drink. So your coffee full of butter, full of cream, um, low sugar cream. It's unreal what some people have to do to stay in ketosis. And I, I myself tried this diet for a brief moment. And uh, have you, do you guys know some of the, the tools that these people use to make sure they're in ketosis? Have you seen some of this? No, no. So you're buying MTC oil, MCT oil, excuse me. So you're buying specific oils to add to all of your foods. You are getting strips that you urinate on. To tell what? you if you are in or out of ketosis, so it can is it tell. Is like a dual pregnancy test? It's yeah. a pregnancy test for dieters. It is. That's exactly what it is. And so, I, yeah, I'm 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 urinating on these strips to see how much fat is exiting my system, and that will then tell me if I'm in ketosis or not. It's really an interesting way, but that, that's how most people keep themselves in ketosis they they have indicators like that so does one pee out the fat i've never it's, thought about it's that pretty, it's interesting right it's really so interesting the pee it, will it, liquefy <laughs> and come out so it's it's I would just have thought uh, it was number two it, yeah it's something in the urine it's, it's, there too. there's fat content and uh not fat straight fat but uh it can tell it can tell if you have enough fat in your system. And so it's kind of an imperfect indicator, but it's a general indicator that has been shown to work for those trying to stay within ketosis. But man, I, I'm with you guys. I'm already sick just thinking about the type of diet it would take to do this on a daily basis. As, as yummy as it sounds in some cases. Um, also sounds kind benefit. of expensive. Okay, good. Now we're getting into, well, why do why is this the number one diet that people fail at? Because you mentioned your, your in-laws, Matt, or your, your sister, brother-in-law. It'd be yeah, interesting to brother-in-law. The average dieter within ketosis, or this, this keto craze, they only last about three months. And that's longer than I lasted trying this out. Hmm. It's something that people try and then cannot maintain and it's i think it's bobby's onto it here these are expensive foods especially now with inflation and the the pandemic and it sent a lot of these foods skyrocketing in price you really have to hit the sales it'll be interesting to see if they can maintain that i found it very difficult yeah and then my appetite in with them yeah please we'd love to do a a follow-up i i i can tell you now my Body did not react well to that level of fat. It just did not. I. <laughs> so did you get what I, they call the keto flu is what I'm seeing here? You know, I, I didn't. And they attribute that to a withdrawal from carbohydrates more than the type of food that you're intaking. It's more what you're not taking in. Your body kind of goes through a withdrawal. Hmm. The keto so flu. So you may have the keto flu if you have symptoms such as fatigue, headache, nausea and dizziness yeah i I didn't get any of that um but it's hard to discredit some of the uh some of the successes that i've seen with this diet a lot of those who are morbidly obese or or in that realm 
have seen short-term success with this diet. Very good. And that's why people continue to try it and, and, and give it a go. In the short term, you can see rapid weight loss. Now, is that because of the fat that you're intaking and you're truly turning your body into a fat-burning machine? Or could that be you just gave up grains, sugar? Or a combination of both. You know? Right, right. Maybe it's a combination of both. I, and that, that's what the science is kind of out on. It, it really depends on the type of person, the situation that they're in. So that's some of the criticisms of that. And then there's the heart health due to the high saturated fat of this diet. What is that doing to you long-term? Yeah, oh, you can it's imagine, clogging right? your arteries. Yeah, I can imagine. So. I, it's, yeah, and, and again, we're not nutritionists. We're not doctors. It's just tough to ignore the failure rate with this diet. People just can't maintain it. And we have no idea long-term what this diet is doing to people. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, long-term effects. So this was a huge celebrity diet. Celebrities were posting left and right about the keto diet. The industry itself went nuts with products to support this type of a diet as well. I, I think I've mentioned on, on previous episodes, I attend fit conventions or fitness conventions. And I can tell you every other booth was a keto booth for years, at least two or three years straight. They, they couldn't wait to sell you their new high fat product to help you stay in ketosis. Uh, celebrities like Halle Berry, Kim Kardashian, even LeBron James have publicly endorsed this type of a diet. So did Halle and LeBron actually have weight to lose? I don't believe they did. I don't believe they did. I so. mean, I'm not going to talk about Probably Kim not. Kardashian because depending on what part she was trying to lose. Yeah, but... Is she even real? I don't even know if she's real. So, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think but, yeah, for the uh, most part, she's probably fine, other than the badonka donk. Yeah. But I thought that she it's, wanted that large. Yeah, it's interesting, right? So it, it it's tough to to discredit its popularity, and again, these short term pros. I, again, that's tough to ignore. Long term, though, I don't I don't know anybody who has stuck with this diet longer well, than I've just a few months. Several. Or, dinners that might meet this like where i was just like give me a plate of bacon give me a plate of sausage yeah, i didn't I really chalk that up till i'm on a diet but you now know you can and now Bobby, i can say honey on, i'm dieting i am having doing keto i'm having a large steak with a side of bacon and another side of sausage absolutely diet. and what's inter what's interesting bobby is that large steak could throw you out of ketosis <laughs> It could it could be too much protein. Too much which protein is what makes which is what makes this diet so crazy. Is you could be getting a lot of a really good thing, but it might throw your fat content and your your macronutrient ratios off. See, so, I don't think I could stick to yeah. it because fat, while adds to the flavor of the steak and the bacon and such, seventy to eighty percent of it being fat like that just sounds extra Ooh. chewy and gross it's unreal yeah some some claim to have that weight loss that we're talking about they've improved their blood sugar control increased energy levels increased mental clarity 
Um, and certain medical conditions like epilepsies, type 2 diabetes, neurological disorders, some people have been able to kick medication with a diet like this. But again, is that because your body's now a fat-burning machine, or is it because you dropped the, the most terrible food out there, which is the high-processed carbohydrates? I don't know. I, I Again, I'm not a nutritionist. I think it's your body rebelling, saying every <laughs> every cell jump ship. Mm-hmm. It's going down. Yeah, I'm with you. So, so what's working against us for keeping up a diet like this? I think we've already talked about it. the 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 cost alone, I think, may dis- discourage a lot. That I think pure the number of, of it too, just the uh, one style of food. Yeah, yeah, that might be a that, little much. That level of fat. Again, it sounds awesome at first, but it was not fun to try and maintain, I can tell you that. And then there's the social media aspect to this, where they promote it, they promote it, they promote it, and there's no there's no proof that they actually are, are on this thing. They may be getting paid to, to endorse or, or promote a diet like this. So I guess, what's the benefit of promoting it? Just uh, people yeah. selling products for this diet? want yep. more people to buy their products. So it's like, Hey, go push this. Um, Based on what I saw in the industry doesn't need to diet. Go tell people how it helped you. Yeah. These people endorse certain keto related products. Kind of like with the Atkins diet, you still see Atkins. Rob Lowe is one of them who pushes the Atkins diet still yeah. to this day. That's the other thing I was thinking was like, was Rob Lowe ever like fat enough? He needed to go on a diet. <laughs> when he, he was younger, he claims he was. Um, I don't know everything in my mind, like every movie I've ever seen him in, unless I just didn't recognize him in his yeah, he's fatness. Been, I'm not but sure if he's eaten a carb since fine. 1985, but uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's literally he's the healthiest looking man I've ever seen, and uh, well, must be Atkins. Yeah, maybe he attributes that to Atkins, which is uh, another version of keto. It's not necessarily putting yourself into ketosis, but again, you're you're cutting out carbs and you're encouraged to eat high good fat and high protein. Okay, well, let's move on to another type of diet. Unless you guys have anything else to say about keto, it'll be really interesting if Matt could do some follow-up on that. I, I, I really would love to hear from someone who has kept that diet up for more than a couple months because I, I, I haven't met very many. We'll call Halle Berry. Yeah, she might have some input. I'd love to have her okay. on the show. All right. I'm sure my wife would love if I attempted to contact Halle Berry. I'll, be, I'll get right on that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Kim Kardashian or LeBron James? One of the two. Yeah, get LeBron. Have, well, I've got LeBron's phone number right here, so I'll, I'll hit him up. And, I mean, are who you really on this diet? You really on this diet, LeBron? You really? I don't think he's ever needed to go on a diet, but whatever. Yeah. Dude burns 5,000 calories a day, so... Tell me what diet wouldn't work with that guy. Okay, the next one is is kind of a fad that maybe you've heard of. It's called the paleo diet. We'll we'll lump in a few others and under this type of umbrella, like a carnivore diet. Whole thirty is also another similar diet. Uh, so, what is this paleo or paleolithic diet? Is a dietary approach that aims at mimicking the eating habits of our prehistoric ancestors. <laughs> How do we know what they <laughs> ate? Right. Yeah. Anyway, so guessing. that's 
It's based on the premise that modern human genetics have not adapted sufficiently to the dietary changes that have accompanied the agricultural revolution. My words. All right, so. Quote, unquote. Who went and found <laughs> caveman feces to, like, see what was in there? That's exactly what they did, Bobby. Yeah. How do or you they know made... it was caveman feces? <laughs> they, just made, they just made assumptions here. They compared it with so, the dinosaur feces. So it's all guessing. They're like, people 10 billion years ago, here's what they ate, so you should yeah, so So here's yeah. the emphasis as far as what you're focused on, on a diet like this, and maybe, maybe it'll make sense. We, we just assume that they ate whole, minimally processed foods that would have been available to early humans. So the, the focus here is lean meat, fish, maybe some seafood, uh, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds. So hunter-gatherer type diet. Is that, Sounds real uh, boring. Okay. But, but again, you get all, all the good stuff. You're just cutting out the over-processed foods, like over-processed grains, legumes, dairy, Refined sugars, refined vegetable oils, um, those are some of the things that you would avoid. So anything that's packaged is usually a no on this type of a diet. Well, you know, our bodies weren't meant to eat this prepackaged food. And the things yep. we do to process food, you add a ton of sugar. Like your body gets used to that, right? And then natural things don't taste nearly as good to you. So <laughs> maybe... If you hadn't been eating all the crap, that stuff would taste fine to you. But mm. if you've been eating candy for years, right. trying to eat something like that, it's like, oh, where's the flavor? And that, yeah, that's the point of this diet. Maybe people have heard this referred to as whole food diets. Uh, whole 30 is a challenge you do for 30 days where you do not eat anything processed for 30 days. So it's kind of like this. It's It's a paleolithic lifestyle. You're consuming whole, unprocessed foods. And uh, I, I could get behind a diet like this. There isn't really any strict macronutrient ratios that you're sticking to here, but it typically, or it tends to be, high protein, low carb, just by nature. I mean, you, again, you're cutting out processed foods. There goes most of the carbs that you typically consume in the Western diet. Is, is And a is lot eliminated. of the sugar. And the sugar. The sugar is a big deal here once again to get the results that you're looking for. Some yeah. people take this even further. Have you heard of the carnivore diet? Yeah. I tried that once. Ooh. So that's strictly, uh, that's meat, 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. unprocessed meat and, uh, and more meat. Yeah. So it's, it's exactly in the name, right? It's, it's animal product carnivore. And again, you're cutting out the processed carbohydrates and sugars Therefore, you're probably going to see some pretty good responses to the body. Now, advocates of that type of a diet, like a paleo, whole 30, even a carnivore, they, they say, and they, they've shown, improved blood sugar control, better digestion is also a claim, increased energy levels, and it may even reduce inflammation and lower the risk of certain chronic diseases. So some people, again, have, have kicked medication with these types of diets whole food type diets which in my unmedical not my non-medical <laughs> experiences uh i would I, I could totally see that working i mean absolutely you're, you're kicking all the bad stuff and 
and eating some whole foods. Of course, I think you're going to see some benefit here. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think eliminating the sugar is key. Eliminating all of those those processed foods are key. I mean, there's just a lot of benefits to that, but um, I can see how it would be kind of difficult too. Yeah, absolutely. And th- this this diet has a higher success rate than that of a keto. It's again, the, you're not looking for for eighty percent of your diet and fat. You're looking to eat whole, unprocessed foods is is the purpose of this type of a diet. So I think it's a little bit easier to maintain. Not, I mean, how how many cheap foods can you think of though? <laughs> when you think whole unprocessed foods so that this could be uh, the barrier to entry here could be could be budget once again well okay yes and and no i think okay some sometimes when you're when you're eating a lot of processed foods it takes more to get you full for some reason and with these whole foods yeah okay and these whole foods like if you go out and just buy whole foods you know, like a lot of fresh vegetables, nuts and seeds, like it says. Um, I think it kind of comes out in the wash. I don't think it's really that much more expensive, if any. That's my thought. And that that's tough to convince the average Western consumer that that's really what it is. It, it is a true misconception. I, I agree with you, Matt. Um, I, I'm going to spend one or two dollars on an avocado that doesn't look very big, but it's fresh and it's it's pure. Or I can go spend a buck on a quick hamburger at McDonald's. I mean, which one's going to do me better here? Uh, one looks like a full meal to me. The other looks like just a part of a meal. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe that's a bad example. But that, no, uh, the, yeah, the fresh foods, The uh, it looks... Or again, I think it's a misconception. I think people really need to get into the supermarket and really see what it would take to put together a whole food meal and compare that, especially now. I'll I'll mention inflation once again. You can't get out of a fast food restaurant for less than 10 bucks for a meal anymore. So take that same take that same 10 bucks and go to the grocery store and see what kind of good damage you can do with that 10 bucks. I, I think people would be pleasantly surprised. You know, one other thing to consider, a lot of people that I've seen that do the whole food type of eating, um, a lot of people will have their own, grow their own food, Mm. you know, so, so there's a lot of, in that kind of a realm of people that want to be 100% whole foods based, don't want any chemicals either. They don't want to, they don't want to deal with a lot of the stuff that you get even from a grocery store fruit stand or vegetable stand. A lot of those are... Um, not technically organic, even if you buy the organic stuff. Um, so a lot of people have kind of gone the route of growing their own, you know, just getting a greenhouse for cold climates or whatever and starting to grow your own food. Our neighbor does that actually. Oh, you nice. know, yeah. They have a big greenhouse back there and they grow food all, all year, year long. Oh, so beautiful. that's, you that's know, a beautiful way to live. That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, now, what are what are some things holding people back then? So maybe I think it's the misconception with the budget. Not everybody can build a greenhouse. Uh, what are some other things that you might that might be holding people back here? Uh, maybe convenience is that? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's easy to just go over to a restaurant and get a couple of dollar burger or something, yeah. as opposed to 
spending time finding stuff that's made with whole foods and you know doing it that way right, yeah. right. i think it also has to do with flavor because like honestly if y'all ever eaten a salad with no salad dressing yeah yes yeah. <laughs> yikes yeah, yeah it's no good you gotta have a little bit of dressing give me a yeah, bacon something. salad make yeah. it slide down better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of the so yeah okay so there are some barriers here that, that I, th- I think a lot of it may be psychological but but maybe some budget maybe some time would prevent somebody from doing a whole food diet like this this is definitely the most attractive one to me personally is just just eating really just cutting, cutting out the processed sugars and carbs i mean that that seems to be a trend here that that'll help anybody uh, actors like jessica beale and all right all right all right McConaughey. mr mcconaughey are vocal advocates of this type of a diet and uh, again say it, it improves energy overall well-being uh, and you can see why you're cutting out the crap and, and eating some pure nutrient-dense foods here well out of all the diets this one probably makes the most sense of absolutely take all the processed stuff out all the crap and just eat natural food like okay i can get behind that am i gonna do it Mm. probably not consistently but i can see like where the benefits of this one would be without a scientist telling me right and that, that uh, and like you guys were saying at the beginning the the critics of this diet like how do you know what the ancestors were eating how do you know they lived past 30 years old there's science proving that we live longer than they did uh anyway it's kind of a funny argument right why are yeah, you trying to live like a caveman dinosaurs and <laughs> yeah, they had it was past. cold yeah, yeah. they didn't have the conveniences we have in life so i mean maybe the health benefits were great for them but getting eaten by a cyber tooth or yeah cyber tooth tiger i think it would be saber tooth cyber tooth is what we have now (laughs) yeah now we have cyber tooth right yeah (laughs) yes a saber tooth tiger where you don't have like shelter away from it and it just eats you so you know you die when you're 30 but at least they could help us save money on our insurance right if it's so easy a caveman can do it that's right i mean they if this diet's so easy a caveman can do it maybe they can save us 15 years on our life so think about well, it that way huh? maybe what if we you know found a caveman like encino man brought him back there to life go. and let him eat what we eat which would he choose uh, i call the poly sure roll sure roll on that one i want to wheeze the juice buddy Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great movie. Everybody go check out Encino Man and get back to us. Uh, and then taking it that much further for the carnivore, that does as much as I love meat and as much as I'm, I'm an advocate for, for organic family farm meat producers, I, I don't know if I could do 100% meat every day, all day. That, that's a little too far for me. But again, if you're cutting out the carbs and the crap, you're, you're going to see some results. I think we're, we're on to something here. True. And, I, and I, I keep saying carbs. I mean processed, overly processed carbs. Because uh, we all know what a good, fresh carb could do for you. There's some health benefits there, some fiber and some other things. Now, can you still have like <laughs> salt and pepper and stuff on this? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you can. Now, 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't prohibit that. And that's not really what spikes people's sodium levels. It's usually the stuff that has it ingrained in it, the, the processed mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff that, that'll spike your sodium and your cholesterol. And so what, what I'd like to get to is this last diet and maybe diet isn't the word that we should use here, but let's talk about what some people consider a swear word or a lifestyle vegan. Is there something to this dun, dun, veganism? Dun. Dun, dun, dun. So I wouldn't call this a fad, although we have seen, as of late, it has continued to gain considerable popularity in recent years, especially with social media. It's becoming more than just a dietary choice for some people, and it has evolved into more of a lifestyle that, that encompasses not only what you eat and health considerations, but ethical considerations, environmental considerations for some people have, have, have really found some pros here with the vegan lifestyle, with the vegan diet. So what, what is, what exactly is the definition of vegan? How is that different than like a vegetarian type diet? Well, cause they want nothing that has even a byproduct of an animal. Okay. So your yeah. milk, your cheeses, all of that goes away. Yeah, anything. Okay. So the way it was described to me is anything that comes from something with a face. Okay. So any, you know, anything that comes, like Robert's saying there, any byproduct, any milk, you know, from the cow or mm-hmm. or butter from fat or whatever it is, no eggs from chickens, nothing. Well, they clearly so haven't seen Sesame Street because that head of lettuce has quite the face. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> And, and I guess uh, potatoes have eyes. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. some science out there on the fact that plants can kind of talk to each other and they may be able, anyway, we, we, that, that's a, maybe a different episode. But a lot of people, like you guys have mentioned here, adopt a vegan diet for the ethical reasons, mm-hmm. including the animal welfare. If it hurts or creates stress for an animal, they want nothing to do with it. And, and it, they've adopted that into this vegan lifestyle. And so vegetarians, maybe it's just uh, uh, a vegetable-focused diet, whereas veganism takes it even further. Is that a fair? I think so. And it's a vegetarian is isn't going to have all of the ethical and environmental considerations part, right? So all right. the vegans will be concerned about how animals are treated and so forth, and sustainability. Where vegetarians aren't going to, I mean. By definition, go quite that far. Yeah, and vegan vegans will take that even into the clothing they wear, the places they live. That's true. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it it really is a lifestyle rather than just a diet. Ethical considerations, like we've mentioned. Now the health benefits. So again, we're we're talking plant based diet here. Mm -hmm. So advocates of the vegan diet. We're talking risk of heart disease plummets lower blood pressure, improved cholesterol levels, better weight management, because these diets are typically rich in fiber, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, which can contribute, obviously, to a better feeling and overall well-being. Um, Yeah, as far as the health benefits, it it looks good on paper. But they're cutting out a lot of protein, like... Getting all enough protein your body needs from nuts and stuff like that 
is incredibly difficult to do. Okay. True. So there are some, some challenges and considerations here. Um, so you're right, Bobby, you'd really have to plan this thing out to provide the necessary nutrition, uh, nutrient, nutrients. Wow. Nutrient. What was I trying to say? They're nutrients for an optimal health here. And so there's a challenge to, like you said, get in, can I get enough protein? Can I get enough iron? There, there's a lot of iron deficiencies that come with the vegan diet. Uh, calcium, vitamin B12 is another huge one. Omega-3 fatty acids, which are important, which we typically get from our meats and, and, and other items that you wouldn't consume in a vegan diet. And uh, again, I don't want to call this a fad diet because, again, this is a lifestyle this is considered one of the most sustainable diets if you want to throw it into a diet conversation. People who turn vegan are all are typically all in and stick with it. That's true. So you so you gotta give give some credit here to they found something and that's sustainable, which is really half the battle when it comes to dieting, is finding something that's sustainable. Well, now, I think of all the diets, veganism probably has the most social pressures to stick with it because even me okay. as a absolute not vegan, like if I go out to lunch with a person that's a vegan, they better not be ordering any meat because that's mine and they said they weren't going to eat it. So I'll remind them. Having had vegan coworkers and friends, it changes where you eat together and how you eat together. And how you gather. I mean, eating is such a big part of our culture. And uh, yeah, it, it really does change. And sometimes for the better, I, I've enjoyed trying some of their normal diet. It's been nice to, to try new things and, and to see how, how do you get this much protein in your diet? Well, they can show you. They can share that with you. And you can tell that they're invested in that type of a lifestyle. So speaking of being invested in that type of a lifestyle... I want to talk to an actual live vegan. I want to see if these people exist. Uh, we happen to have somebody with us today, a is guest. Beyonce, Ellen DeGeneres, I'd, Miley Cyrus. I'd like, I'd li I'd like to, to introduce you to Mr. Uh, Matt. Yay. There's a round of applause somewhere for that. Now, I think well. your smoker misses you. <laughs> Here, so, so, Matt. So let me make this, some clarifications before we start. This, let me just say there oh, was okay, a, collective, collect, a collective gasp in the audience just now as I introduced, I introduced you as a vegan. So explain yourself, sir. Okay. So v being a vegan means, and we've talked about a little bit, all of that animal cruelty stuff and all of that. So what I've been doing this year is following the vegan diet, not necessarily the vegan beliefs. And it's been a plant-based whole foods focus uh, for me, which has been included the extre extreme parts of the veganism, I guess, if you want to call it that, which is uh, excluding eggs and milk and cheese and all of that stuff. So it's more than just being vegetarian or whatever. It's, it's kind of along the lines of a vegan diet. But I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as a vegan. Uh, the other <laughs> okay. thing okay. is best looking this, vegan I've ever seen. This uh, <laughs> this uh, I only did this for about three and a half weeks, um, being religious. Well, almost four weeks total. Like, That's enough. Being religious about it, and I was feeling great. 
and in fact still still feeling really good but um the only difference that i've done recently or made the only change that i've made is introducing meats back into my diet slowly um and not often and not so much red meat really everything else but i have had some red meat so um but i can give you my experience and my and my thoughts based on how it went um you know i i've lost about 40 pounds since since october of last year so I wasn't following this diet, like I said, for longer than, you know, about a month. Um, But before that, I started dropping things like soda and stuff like that. You know, I think you guys were aware (gasps) of that. Yeah, Um, that hurt. And so, so a combination of those things. But when I, when I decided to go all in on this um, vegan diet and vegan eating, um, I immediately reduced my blood pressure, um, my, um, triglyceride level was even doubt my, my, what did I, what else did I say here? I already talked about blood pressure, right? That came down mm, quite a yes. bit. The weight started coming off. Um, so overall I started feeling a lot more energized as well. Uh, I've also introduced um, more of an effort to try to be active daily, uh, more consistently. Um, and so I think all of those things factored in, right. Dropping all of the sugar, like we've talked about with other diets, I think was number one. Um, you know, losing the sugary drinks, sugar, everything has been just a major change. And my body definitely felt that. So I think that some of the challenges now, those, those are the benefits that I've experienced, but some of the challenges were like Bobby said, is getting enough, um, uh, you know, different types of vitamins and fiber and, and, and uh, everything else, right. Protein. Um, so one of the things I found helpful and I think some vegans do is just do a protein, um, shake or something in the morning or supplement in other ways. Um, things that they're that you're going to miss out like the iron and the calcium and b12s and all that um having said all of that this last week i had a physical and i am vitamin d deficient so (laughs) i've added that um just this week uh as part of my my regiment of supplementing and i think that's helping a little bit too so overall though a really good experience for me um so i would recommend it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I think they're like the whole 30 where you just kind of eliminate things, uh, kind of helps you discover what your body needs and maybe doesn't need. Um, at the end of the day, I think that's what you kind of have to decide for yourself is what your body type is and how your body responds. All of those things factor in for the right diet for you. Couldn't couldn't say it any better. Now, how do you know when someone's a vegan, Matt? Do you know that? The finale joke is they'll tell you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so I'm not the first one. To... <clears throat> and they, yeah. you can say that about all sorts of stuff. CrossFit, cyclists, we all get it. Cyclists, uh, for sure. Oh, for sure. We, we'll talk about <laughs> just... riding bikes. We're all just as annoying. So, 
but it is interesting. Uh, there's a reason that joke exists. It's not because we all hate vegans. It's just they are so dedicated to that lifestyle. You find out one way or another that that because uh, I think food is just such a big part of our culture. It you're gonna find out. It's gonna they are going to stick out, and uh, how you deal with that is is up to you and your your group, I guess. But there's no. Again, we're, we're talking about some, some health benefits that some people have found, and they've, they've been able to combine that with ethical and environmental considerations. They've been able to com- really, really create a true lifestyle out of this type of a diet and uh, this way of living. So you got to at least appreciate and, and give them kudos for that. And kudos to you, Matt, for giving that a try. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to kind of stick with it for a while here and, and maybe, um, you know, I th- I think overall it's good to incorporate some meat. And so I think I'm going to do that, but I think I'm going to stick with the whole not eating it very often business because okay. right. I've definitely seen a change, you know, just reintroducing meats even just a little bit. I can I can definitely see that change even with my blood pressure going kind of back up a little bit. Um, mm. not to unhealthy levels or anything, but it's enough of a change to notice that, you know, maybe for me, it's better just to kind of lay off that stuff as much as, as I was doing before. So, nice. you know, well, we support you on your journey, sir. Looking forward to hearing some Thanks, updates as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Stay strong. Stay strong. I'll keep eating the cows because I know they're eating your food. (laughs) Yeah, so in the meantime, send the meat our way. We'll we'll be ready for it. (laughs) And it's tough. Uh, So that's good that you've maybe recognized that it's it's tough to argue with the nutrient-dense and protein-dense meat, that that, uh, there is some benefit as far as how, how much you can get out of that. But maybe what it's doing to your body is something that people have to individually test out and look at. No, that's, yeah, I think so. I, th- I, th- I think the general theme of this episode is find what works for you. Find what you can maintain is really the most important part here. Find something that makes you feel good and something you can keep up. Because yeah, fad, diet, fad diets are, they're here and they're gone. So, yeah, it's really interesting. And I'll just give a plug here that we, we, we have a coworker of ours. And I've seen this with many, many other people and they find that a diet like Weight Watchers is, is the way to go. So a little plug for them. We aren't sponsored by Weight Watchers, but they are consistently on a year in year out basis ranked as the highest, most successful diet plan, branded diet plan in the market. Isn't they, that like they, AA for fat people? They've been around yes. forever. They've, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have you got to show up. You got <laughs> to publicly <laughs> weigh yourself. You get support the public, public shaming. shaming. Yeah, that's right. Public shaming. But the well, point here's the, system, here's the thing with, yeah, with that, Brandon. I, I was just going to say that one of the things that, that I've found helpful as well um, recently is tracking all of the, the activities that I'm doing and all the food that I'm eating. And I think that that is where Weight Watchers offers an advantage to people is because you're more mindful of what your intake is. And so you're watching it. Right. And then you're accountable to people because you have to go to meetings and you have to be publicly shamed if you're not losing weight. Right. 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 That's why I never joined it. I was like, I am not doing weight watchers at work. 
because I'm a fat <laughs> part of my French, and y'all know I'm Beep. fat, and you're going to hold me accountable when I show up to the meeting and be like, hey, yeah, uh, I gained 10 pounds. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name's Bobby, and I'm bigger than I used to be. <laughs> yes, you are, Bobby. I and couldn't do usually, it. AA usually has good donuts, isn't that? Uh, what are you going to do for a Weight Watchers meeting? Come on. They have fruit yeah. and stuff, but okay. everything gets its points. That's why I think it's, it, it's mm. helpful to have your friends hold you accountable, right? There's yeah. all these different apps out there like Fitbit and Lose It and Strava. And Strava. Yeah. yeah, all those things where people can kind of give you encouragement or that, you, you know, if you're logging your stuff and people can see that you weighed in and whatever, or you completed an activity or whatever. It, I think it helps, especially if they're your friends, you know, <laughs> that yeah. jump on there. Um, sure. To, to help you... you out and give you some encouragement. <laughs> Are you trying to get Robert and I to do vegan with you, or what's going on here? No, I, I feel mean, like I'm being no. recruited. No, no, I'm no, not no, doing no. vegan. I'm just telling no. you right now. <laughs> I, I have a no, I have a thing. love for my meats, but out of all diets, I will say, even though I've never done Weight Watchers, that's the one that probably makes the most sense to me because it's all about you can eat whatever you want, but yeah, understand the consequences for what you eat. Do it in moderation. So if you want to go get a slice of pizza, get that slice of pizza, but it may mean you get less of something else. And a lifetime on the hips, right? Ooh, nice one. And calories, guys, calorie counting. Have you been doing that Matt, or Is it more what you're eating? Um, yeah, I've been keeping track of my, I've been tracking my calories. So I'm using the lose it app too, uh, which, which, okay tracks all of that stuff and macronutrients and i'm tracking my pressure and my blood glucose all of that stuff um mm. you know so it, it's everything it's all my activity all that stuff um through that app and it's i think nice. i think for me it's been helpful so i'm not speaking oh, for great. everyone but no it's great yeah and it, uh, there's some science coming out calories uh, it's tough right calories in calories out is what you always hear but that's not that's right. always true a thousand calories of a twinkie is different than a thousand calories of a steak they're going to affect your body differently so you can't can't be strict on the and calories by the way calorie counts aren't always accurate people don't realize this this may be a conspiracy here that the food industry does not want you to know about the FDA allows numbers on nutrition labels to be off by as much as 20%. That's crazy. That's so a big keep that in mind, people, as, as you look at those calories on the side <laughs> of the, the food item that you're eating, just know that it could be off by up to 20%. And what do you think? Do you think they're going to over or mm -hmm. under <laughs> report those calories? Yeah, just, under. and just know the FDA has their back, not your back, on, on the calorie counting at least. Um, well, and counting so, calories is just so difficult because you got to like really know how much you ate as well. Right. So, yeah, can, and like a bag of chips tough. that looks like it's single serve could be like mm. four servings in that thing. Ugh, and so you have to be time. really clear on how many servings. But then I found when I was counting calories – it's been a long time since I did this, obviously. Look at me. But it led me actually to more prepackaged foods because that was easier to figure out the calories than to say, I made a meal 
from scratch with ingredients because mm. figuring out the calories that are in something from a recipe is a lot more difficult and you've got to like measure every single ingredient. And so I found, well, if I'm going to count my calories, I got to go buy all this prepackaged stuff, which is probably way worse for you than just making something at home. You just blew the roof off the conspiracy, Robert, that the food industry wants you to count calories because of that reason. You're going to buy packaged stuff that tells you how many mm-hmm. calories you've You just uncovered it, Bobby. We're, we're now in danger. Our lives are now in danger. You've uncovered it all. Uh, <laughs> but you heard it here first on the Assuminati podcast, everybody. That That's what the food industry wants you to do. But no, if it helps, like Matt said, it, it's a good gauge. It's a good general gauge that, that he has found some some success in. So uh, that's great. Well, I'm glad it's Just working for you, Matt. Doesn't tell the yeah, whole story. Me too. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to stick to the diet I've been meaning to write a book about for years. I'm just Ooh, what's that? lazy to do it. But, Promote your book right now. Um, yeah, so this is Bobby's The Cancellation Diet. Now hear <laughs> me out. Okay. okay, let's hear it. This is the diet of all diets mm-hmm. because you can eat whatever you want. It's just if you eat mm-hmm. something unhealthy, you got to cancel it out with something of equal weight that's healthy. So if you eat a one pound steak, you got to eat one pound of lettuce or one <laughs> pound of celery Makes or sense. broccoli. Now, you might be laughing and think this is ridiculous, but just think about it. If you ate a full pound of something healthy for every pound of unhealthy, you're going to be full. You're not going to want to eat anything more. So I actually think it would work. So okay. who wants so, to be my guinea pigs? I think you should my guinea book. pig that. You better do it, You should it, man. guinea you pig better. it first, uh, Bobby, it, yeah. and we'll see how it goes for you. I, I yeah. encourage you to try that out first, yeah. I, I will well, if you're going to have a handful of M&Ms, you got to have a handful of popcorn. That's a vegetable. Whoa. <laughs> or nuts. Now you're onto it. They cancel each other out. Is uh, candy corn a vegetable, sir? I... Yes. It's happening. No. Candy no. and corn. So you're Candy corn down. is garbage. Hey, so Elf would throw say that that's in the one trash. of the food. That's one of the major food groups of elves uh, is candy corn. Oh, boy, gentlemen. Well, we've talked about a lot. A lot of... A lot of nutrition, and yet we are not nutritionists. We just like to remind everybody. But I think Matt said it really well earlier. We're going to find what works for you. Find what makes you feel good. But it's got to be somewhat healthy. you got to find a way to sustain it. That's the journey that we're on. We know, and we've talked about some of the things that may be holding us back. Maybe it's a conspiracy to make you count calories. Or maybe it's just the, the, the overall budget or misconceptions of whole food, for example, like we talked about earlier. But again, find a way to break through those barriers. Find something that you can sustain. And and I think we'll be better off for it. Amen. Yo, right. Thank you for jumping on tonight. You have a nice night. Okay. All right, bet. Okay, bye, yeah, ladies. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati Podcast. Be sure to hit that like button. We recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode. And be sure, of course, to share with your friends. Until next time on the Assuminati Podcast. What else? I don't know. I think I'm going to go get a bowl of ice cream. Hey, <laughs> speaking of all this healthy food, man, this is making me hungry. I mean, the kids are in bed. They'll have no clue. 
my metabolism retired years ago. Um, hers <laughs> is in overdrive, so Bobby. I think I left my metabolism in Utah, actually. Oh, I'll, I'll go find it. Is it at the Popeyes next to the extra order of biscuits, or? Um, it's still in Grantsville, probably over at, um, what's that, um, Virgil's, the, the, it's, it's at Virgis. Oh, it's at Virgis, okay. Yeah. It's not at the taco truck. The taco man. It could be at the, across the street at the taco man truck. I love that one. All right, bet. Yeah.